Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. You have entered the House of L. Choose your allies wisely for the fate of the universe who may rest on your shoulders. I choose Lobo. I choose Lobo, too. No, I choose Strange. <laughs> I'm the House Strange. No. House is Strange? Uh, yeah, yeah, could be. Could be. I like Lobo, though. I don't know. Oh, I like them both. Can we be House Strange Lobo? We can. We can be a Strange Lobo Strange. Seg. Okay, I'm down with that. Okay, good pairing, and we'll bring we'll bring Seg too. All right, and Brainy, we are Brainy talking Seg. today about episode two of Sci-Fi's Krypton, episode, season two, episode two. So before we jump into that, just want everybody to know to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. You can also follow Pure Fandom there as well. You can follow Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Uh, there are things on Facebook about random DC characters like Lobo that you should be following. I'm going to go follow those because what you told me about the last episode, like just made me go look up stuff for him. And Mm -hmm. he's really cool. Yes. Interesting character. He is so much fun. Like they have so many like comic book characters out there that haven't gotten any promotion ever before there where you're like, why aren't we seeing movies with this person? I know we talked about this with like cloak and dagger when you were pumping it up for them to do a show years ago. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like it's still true. Yes. So much so. So how can people reach us? Oh, yeah. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we have Brad and Court Talk, <laughs> Pure Fandom Podcast group over there where we have a bunch of great, amazing people who are sharing some of the different shows they love, movies, anything that they want to talk about. Anything you want to talk about, let us know, and we will ramble with you because you know we can ramble if you've been listening to us for a while. We also have our Van Helsing fan group over there. Uh, that show has been gone since December, and we've still got people joining in that group, talking about the show, talking about their characters that they love, and just getting pumped for the new season. I think they finish actual actually shooting of the episodes and they're working on the rest of the production and we're probably going to see it come back in september maybe that's mm-hmm. around the time when it usually comes right i think yeah that's about so, the same time yeah. and we're still waiting for one yeah. it's gonna be okay yeah it'll be fine it'll get there yeah. eventually yeah yeah oh um you mentioned soundcloud if they have itunes they can also find us there and make sure you rate and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes. Actually, if you want to really fall me online, do it on like Instagram. I'm rambling, Brad, over there. I am rarely on Twitter, <laughs> so just so you know, it's true. It's true, guys. Yeah, I just signed into Twitter literally last week for like the first time in like months, <laughs> and went, "Oh, look, I have all these notifications." So, there. okay, what was this episode about? Okay, so this episode was 202, Ghosts in the Fire. It was directed by Mark Roskin. It was written by Kirsten Van Horn. Janazad lives! Uh, Now I need her to go pull up her daughter. Uh, Nissa has been sent back to spy on the Resistance. Seg killed Brainiac, but oops, it seems that action has has made him a little extra brainy. He's like just spitting out figures, and his eyes are getting all weird. I'm worried. Uh, Adam and Seg, they meet Lobo. Brad, what, what's we met him last week, but really, what's a Lobo? 
No, I'm being serious. I don't know who you are. You're in the presence of the main man. The main man? Really? Come on! Assassin to royalty? Scourge of the cosmos? The last Sarnian? Ultimate pastiche? Machete man, Mr. Machete, Master Machete, Mr. Frag, Master Frag. Archbishop of the First Celestial Church of the Triple Fish God. None of this is ringing a bell. Son of a pastiche! Lobo is a lot of things. <laughs> uh, forget Daenerys Targaryen. His intro is now my intro. Yeah. I'm those things. Yeah, he is so much things. He is literally, <laughs> you know... He's a man. He actually, you know, he is was once the um, Archbishop of the Celestial Church of the Triple Fish God, mm-hmm. which at one point in time later on, he actually ended up killing the Triple Fish God. But, you know, it's a whole different thing right there. He is a lover of space dolphins. Everybody else is toast. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> it. He's... Make he has like regenerative fields that make Deadpool jealous. Um, he can pretty much stand one on one with Superman and beat him down. A lot ah. of stuff. He is a very strong guy. He has a really cool space uh, motorcycle because mm-hmm. you know got to have it. He likes chains. He we looks kind of cool on it. He's a little bit on the Kiss Army side. <laughs> And I, I, he, I need him to stay that way forever. Yes, there's so much cool stuff about him. Um, I could go on forever. But it's really awesome that he's in this show now. And we'll have to see how that plays out. I, now, you keep pimping off these um, these space dolphins, and now I need to see one. Space dolphins. You know what a space dolphin looks like? Yes. No. A bottlenose like? dolphin, but in space. <laughs> but like no water? Like no, what? they're they're space dolphins. They fly through space, man. Does he ride the dolphin? No, he just loves them. They're awesome. He he likes dolphins. Aw, yeah. I mean, I would too. He's got a like they're soft... unicorns without the, without the little horn. Yeah, he's got a little soft spot for him. Um, spoiler. I don't know mm-hmm. if this is a spoiler because he was in the comic, but just you know, Lobo. He said main man in that one little sound bite that I gave you when, you know, no one knew who he was. The main man part is that one of his abilities is to clone duplicates of himself from every drop of blood that an adversary spills. <laughs> so what? if he gets cut, he can make clones out of that. That makes him the main man. The other ones are clones. Interesting. I don't know how this will come to play, if it will come to play in this show, but that was there. It was something they said. So we were going to leave it right there. Um, so I'm going to need sci-fi to keep him on Krypton or to give him his own spinoff show or both. Uh, it would be very brutal. It would need to be on like sci-fi at night or that's <laughs> Netflix. I think, I mean, oh. he, he's <laughs> a machete man. Come on. He's got a lot. It's uh, there's, there's a lot about him. Interesting. Uh, one of his things at one point in time, Batman uh, blew his head off and it grew back. So there you go. How this falls through with the TV character now, if, and you know all this regenerative healing that we see, it's hard to say. But he's a ruthless bounty hunter, and if you get a, he gets called on you, you're done. That's who Lobo is. 
Lobo has a lot of things in he's hot too, so we can keep him. Yes. I like him. He's fun. Yeah. Okay, where are we now? <laughs> we could talk about Lobo for the entire thing, but a lot of other interesting ha- interesting things happened as well. Um, do you want to stay on Kalu or because some interesting things are happening with Seg. Hey, take us where you want to. All right, let's stick with let's stay on Planet Kalu. All right, so uh, after Lobo gives his big speech and everything and gives all his names, Adam kind of perks up when he hears the name Lobo. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's who you are. He looked a little worried. Well, because he's fought Superman before. Yeah, okay. Uh, and we find out that Lobo, for some reason, is looking for Brainiac, and he agrees to let the guys go if they take him to the body of Brainiac. And so they take him back to where the carcass is, but apparently Brainiac isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been getting some signs throughout the episode that something is going on with Seg. Like, he's just making calculations and being very, very exacting with figures and things, talking about how far away exactly <laughs> Krypton is from where they are now. And right. we have no idea how he knew that, but he knew it. Do you mean Craptown? Huh? Craptown? Craptown! I want to go to Craptown. Crap I want to watch that show, Brad. You called it Craptown. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Lobo. Like, I'll chill on the couch with him. We'll do that. But yeah, Seg is uh, turning into Brainiac, apparently. So that's a thing. Yeah, actually, that that is a thing. Like that's happened. Uh, but yeah, so like he tells Adam that they can't go back to Krypton because he's afraid that that'll just start things all over again. And I think you mentioned last episode that maybe Seg, or you didn't mention that part, but mm-hmm. maybe Seg's Brainiac, like he becomes the actual Brainiac, mm-hmm. and he's the reason why. Um, planet detroit so it got bottled right so do you like i don't know well do you think it went there brainiac would have a backup so there's another brainiac somewhere well it's not not or he he'll get another vessel or something beyond seg like seg will be okay right and that's kind of what we you know kind of see in this episode Mm -hmm. is the fact that brainiac the brainiac that we knew He's a conscious computer being, you know, you know, he, all his mind is in there and it just needs a transfer. It's just a vessel that he's riding in. And mm-hmm. currently, Seg killed that vessel, a Brainiac that we know. And now Brainiac's kind of residing in Seg's head. Yeah. Oops. My bad. He did a, like, you know, wireless transfer. Little yeah. backup, little you know. download, yeah, little da- downloaded, yeah, and that's kind of what happened, and, and it was, it would make sense if he was in the realm, mm-hmm. and they got out, and he knew he was already damaged, and he wasn't doing well, to transfer your consciousness to something else. If he makes has the ability to take over, he could have been doing it the whole entire time that they were there, you know, and Seg wouldn't have known. And Seg, you know, killing him, okay, could have been a thing. He's just slowly going to take over. And we kind of see that through this episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, how long can Seg hold him off? Can Seg get him out? That's a whole different story. Yeah, so it seems like we'll be having the adventures of uh, Seg, Brainy, and Adam for a bit. Sega Brain? Sega Brain. Brainy Egg? What, what, did, what did Lovell call him? Seagull? 
Seagull, yeah. I'm going to call him Seagull from now on. Seagull. <laughs> also, the whole thing with Lobo, he's looking for it. He says, you killed him with your long eyelashes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, they are long. Yeah. yeah. I, I whole, love the whole Lobo thing. He just needs to stick around forever. I'm just I saying. agree. Where are we off to now? Uh, we can jump on over to uh, Wegthor, where it looks like Jaxer. Was it Jaxer? And Valel have moved uh, their their base too. Like they mm-hmm. got away from the Sagittarii because apparently the Sagittarii that we knew at the beginning of last season is not the same. Because as we said before, the elites are no longer in charge, and the people of the other classes have been now conscripted into service. Mm-hmm. They're now serving, but they haven't really been trained. So our girl. Um, Lyda, she wants to, you know, go there and she wants to be able to train the the new Sagittarii, like give them some guidance because right now they're just kind of, you know, effing up because they don't have any training. Right. And that's what she said. I mean, she stood up for them because they're not the same Sagittarii we are because they're being slaughtered and they didn't have the training. They were, you know, pretty much castless. They didn't go through this whole thing. They just went through it. And General Zod, he's just kind of power hungry. Oh, for sure. And Lyda, she, she's she been going through training, or we saw it even with her mother and her, the brother. They went through like that deep training for years and from their childhood. Mm-hmm. So they had been training B. Sagittarii for a very long time. Right. Where you've got these new people um, flying the different technology and like working to build the army and everything, but they don't really know exactly what they're doing. Right. And you've got them going up against Doomsday. Like you're going to just be keep, you're going to send people and ha- having them killed immediately because they don't know what they're doing. They haven't been trained well. Yeah. So Lido wants to go there, but. Did you catch what her son said? Like, he wants to keep her close. Why does he want to keep her close, Brad? To control her. Control her or to continue to wipe her brain mm-hmm. when she you know, starts to become herself more? And he tells her not to do any training. But what do we see? She's doing training. Yeah, I was like, go ahead, Lida. Like, the, you're the mom here. Right. He can't tell you what to do. And Send him to his room. Yeah, and then she just happens to see a guy out of the corner of her eye that looks like Seg. Oh, it's not Seg. I knew that wasn't going to end well. I was like, oh, she's going to hook up with him, or <laughs> that or came. Yeah, the or. We're going to fight, dude. How's that sound? Not well, because he's, again, he, he's not as trained as she is. Like, she is a weapon herself because she's been so trained. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's getting distracted. She's still in full grief for, for Seg and, I guess, her mom and everything and all this other stuff that's going on. And she she loses control. Yeah. She and killed that dude, right? Yeah. No, she did not kill him. He was fine. Oh, okay. But, she beat him up really badly, though. But she had a total fight club moment. She did. So in Fight Club, right? Mm-hmm. For those of you who have not watched the movie or read the book, read the book, watch the movie. Brad Pitt, both, dude. Both of them. Do read the book, watch the movie. And the narrator goes crazy and starts beating the holy crap out of this one guy. Because, well, he is have favoritism, but she thinks he looks like Seg, which mm-hmm. she's mad at. And, you know, she beats the holy crap out of him. He ends up in surgery. At the end of the fight, in Fight Club, he's like Brad Pitt. Well, Tyler Durden says, you know, where'd you go, psycho boy? And the narrator says, you know, I just wanted to destroy something pretty. 
which was the same exact thing that she did. She mm-hmm. just destroyed something pretty that reminded her of Seg. It was a whole moment. I was like, yay. Okay, we had lost last week. We got Fight Club this week. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm down with it. Love it. So that's what happened because we find out later on that, you know, he, you know, went to the doctors and I expect to see him later at some point, maybe with like his jaw wired shut or something. So, <laughs> Or he'll be, he'll keep himself far away from her. Yeah. She's like, she's crazy. Well, of course, you know, the, uh, when they first met, he did this whole move on her and everything like, hey, how you doing? And uh, mm-hmm. that went downhill fast. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that, people. No. No, because he probably caught her looking at him, but he didn't realize that she was looking at her yeah. dead boyfriend. Yeah. Well, she thought's her dead boyfriend, or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was interesting. I still think, you know, her losing control and beating him down was a sign that, you know, she still knows who said it. She was mad about the information that has been placed in her head about him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's been totally reconditioned. Your thoughts? I feel she's been reconditioned, but like I don't know like what to the point it was, like like how far it went. Because I know that um, Zod, he's been using his father's legacy as a means to create, um, you know, more support. So I'm not sure like what he would have done with his mother's head, except to make sure that she agreed to do whatever with whatever he wanted to do. Well, he's still like take over the universe. Right. He's still holding the baby hostage. So, Oh my God. Yeah. That's messy. That's weird thing. But yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to see more of her story. Yeah. And so Nissa, like she goes to wake Thor and Jax is like, what are you doing here? I don't trust you. Go somewhere. Oh, we have to go back to this one thing. When she was asking the, the guy that she was beating down, to beg for ask for mercy and oh my god she ends up giving it to him at one point i i thought she was gonna kill him right then which wasn't very sagittarian not give mercy yeah no it wasn't a thing so yeah it was kind of weird but i'm glad like that made me that i was very relieved Mm -hmm. yeah it was weird it was a weird thing so we also back on planet seg (laughs) When he's fighting with Zod, mm-hmm. or not Zod, but Lobo, uh-huh. he finds out that he has telekinetic <laughs> powers and telepathy uh-huh. as well, which uh-huh. was really interesting. But then we do see his eyes go black, and that says, you know, Brainiac is out there somewhere now. Yeah. So the more he uses those powers, it's probably really bad. And... My one other favorite line from Lobo in this whole entire episode, I think that's actually my one favorite line in this whole episode, Mm -hmm. was Lobo going, you're my little pony now. (laughs) (laughs) I just cracked up. I'm sorry. Because it shows that Lobo has been to Earth. Because why would he know little pony? (laughs) Right? Yeah, Lobo has been everywhere. He had a couple of lines that were very... uh, Earth related. Yeah, so it's it's all out there, people. So there we go. And that's after, you know, he gets shot and we find out that he has some healing powers going on because he's healing yeah. and Seg knows exactly how long it's going to take for him to heal. Yeah, I was initially worried because um, that was a big hole. I was like, how is he going to fix that? Right. Um, apparently, he's going to fix it and kind of quickly. 
But Seg can also only hold off uh, Brainiac for another 2.73 hours, which was oddly specific. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Jaina couldn't be any more right about the House of Zod building killers, which is exactly what her daughter was doing. Yeah. And yeah, it's just kind of scary that way. I mean, we watched her do it last season. Like we watched Lyda go from not being completely innocent, but she, yeah, she is who she is now, either because of brainwashing or because of all she learned from her mother over the years. She finally embraced all of that. Right. And that's where we get to with her daughter to go into whole fight club. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think we post this, I may post that one little scene on there from YouTube. So y'all can see it and just go, this is exactly what she did. But yeah, she's there, and but she's talking to her brother too, mm-hmm. and telling her, you know, about the whole "I shouldn't ever left you there." She finds out she can breathe out there without the uh, the mask on that they thought you know everybody would die, and at the end, because we found her brother at the end of season one, right? Mm-hmm. She so her brother found her. her, right? Found her, brought her up there. We just figured he survived out there all his own. And at the end of this, we find out that he wasn't actually there the entire time. Mind games, y'all. It's not nice. That was her coping mechanism that helped out, that kept her alive. For six months, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a whole thing. I mean, we've seen this with other shows, too. I mean, other movies, other things, other people have mentioned the same thing that's happened. But it was like... I didn't see that happening. I thought that was for sure him. And he was just an outcast at that point in time and was just going through it. Mm-hmm. Did you did you see that coming at all? No. Like, I, I had, they had me completely taken in with the whole thing where, oh, yay, her brother didn't die. And they're going to work together to take down the Empire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Luke, and then he's gone, and there's only her footprints. Mm. Yeah. But it was it was cool. Like it was a cool fake out. I'm just glad she's back. Like yeah. I would have been very upset if they had gotten rid of this character. She was a very interesting character, and it's going to be. And she was layered. She she wasn't oh, like much. nobody on the show is one thing. No, like, everybody on the no. show is super super layered, and they have these interesting characters. Like I told you last year that I didn't think Nissa would be one of my favorite characters because I thought she was going to be one thing, but then she turned into something else completely. And that's been all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Everybody's got their own little thing going on. It's great. But we also know we don't mess with Jaina Zod because she goes into the bar on the outskirts of wherever they're at. And, you know, somebody seems to know who she is. But, you know, we have this whole thing come out that this other group of soldiers come in looking for her, which Mm -hmm. she totally messes up. And then who was that with her in the bar? I don't know. It that, couldn't. It, oh, Dev. That, that yeah. Was the, oh, I thought he died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was Dev. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe he can help pull uh, Lida back from the brink. Because <laughs> my girl is over the edge right now. Well, he got kicked out, didn't he? He did get kicked out, but that was mostly. Oh, you mean recently? Yeah. Yeah, in the series, in the crypto. Yeah. So let yeah. me um, pull that up here real quick. Cause well, the last thing I remember about Dev, he was working 
with the other dude for Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, Not Brainiac. Like, no, the other dude who took over, who thought he was God. Right. The the voice of Rao. Yes. Yes. And Jaina asked Dev to... Oh, hold on. Okay. So the last time that we saw Dev, he was under Brainiac's control. He went to Lyda and, you know, told the truth about her feel- his feelings to- towards her. Mm-hmm. And then he asked Lyda to take her to Jaina. When they find her, Dev revealed himself to be a servant of Brainiac and attempted to kill Jaina. At that point in time, Lyda fired at Dev and killed him to protect her mother. But she did not because he's still there and alive. Which will be interesting because he saved her. Okay. He's alive. We're sure. I they think, wouldn't play the head thing twice. No, I, I'm 90% sure that was him. Okay. If it's oh, not, no, I know it was him, him, but I'm like, alive? I, so he got winged. Okay, he got winged. Not necessarily dead, dead. And Brainiac left. His control was given back. He became himself again. He was outcast. There you go. Right? No? Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't know. It's it's a weird take. I didn't see it happening whatsoever. So hmm. we will see what happens up. I got to love the uh, new sci-fi banner thing for Krypton, though. Oh, it does so cool. It does have, like, Lobo, Brainiac, Doomsday, and Zod, and then sag at the top yeah but it like has them like all in the villains area i'm like why is lobo in the villains area lobo isn't a villain i don't want him to be a villain i want him to be in the middle <laughs> i want him to be fine he's, he's complicated yeah i want to be like grazer you know just there <laughs> in the middle right all right but it looks really cool it does so that's where we're at with that whole thing with dev so i don't know we'll have to find out next week because that was in the heat i don't know I don't know what to think. <laughs> what else do you have? Oh, no. That's pretty much all I had. Um, except that Lobo, was it Lobo? Said, uh, Seg smells like a meadow. Yep. A lovely, lovely meadow. Yep. Like, Lobo has the best lines. Oh, he Usually does. it's Adam who has the best lines, but they're sharing now. Yeah. I'm looking forward to him. He's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, why do you think? Or I know why he did it. So the the Zeta beam device. Do you think they're ever going to get that back, or is that just gone? No, I think he'll get it back. It was thrown in the water. He'll find it. Yeah. Okay. It'll be good. Like, he, like not cool, man. Not yeah. cool. He, well, they need it, so it's going to happen. Okay. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, Van Helsing, Winona Earp, uh, 12 Monkeys, which was such an amazing show. Absolutely. And a bunch of other stuff. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments on the episode, drop your comment below or put it on the Facebook or Twitters, or you can send us an email at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. And until next time. Until next time, Brad, you're Tracy's little pony. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this episode. 
Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.